Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to Police Off the Cuff. We are here in our new home down here in Tribeca, New York City. I'm with my partner, uh, Bill Cannon. What's up, buddy? Hey, you had some weekend, man. You headlined at Governor's two nights in a row, huh? Yeah, to everybody that came out to Governor's this weekend to watch, uh, to catch me uh, headlining there, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate Any it. Any Police Off the Cuff fans show up there? We what? actually had quite a few, um, and I was very, very happy that... Uh, what are, they, what are they asking Saturday about me or what? Where, where was your partner? <laughs> Why did you hook up your fucking partner? Got, you know what? It's a lot of cop for one show unless people are it's actually coming to too much cop stuff for one show? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I don't know why we knows. prejudge. I don't know. He, he, if I was Dominican, I think he'd take care of me, you know? Okay. <laughs> uh, to all the people that came out this uh, this weekend, I had Rob Johnson, who was in my company in the academy. He came out. He's a retired lieutenant. He's doing, uh, like Trump would say, fan he would hate the fact that I'm associating his name with Trump. But he's doing fantastic things in the PI world. Um, uh, and actually, uh, also two um, friends from my block, uh, Eddie and, and um, Donald, came with their families. That was amazing. Um, I had friends from my old neighborhood come down. It was sold out, balls to the wall, bro. It was beautiful, were man. You, were we you slapped funny? the shit out of them. You we were slapped. funny? Yeah, we did. We did what we were supposed to do. I come when I come up there. I come into work, bro. There's oh, no okay, bullshitting, man. bro. Oh, and when I see up. a sold out room like that, I just throw it into extra gear. <laughs> Get that extra gear. Kick it into extra gear. You weren't drinking during this show, were you? I always drink, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, man. People pay money, man. Nobody wants to see me sober. Oh, okay. Nobody's paying money. You come. I got a couple in me though. That's I thought you were funnier when you weren't drinking. You don't even know me when I'm not I've drinking. Seen, you're right. You've never I, seen I actually have never seen actually you said, not drinking. Somebody actually said that to me. They were like, dude, every time I see you, you're stoned. They said, that's because you've never seen me straight. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, listen, we don't like to keep our guest uh, sitting around long. Our guest today, we're honored to have him, is the author of a, the book. It's called Balls, Brawls, and Badges. And his name is, I want to get the last name right, uh, Gansro, right? That's Timothy. Perfect. Tim yep. Gansro. I did good, right? Tim Gansro. He's, he's a retired sergeant. He's a retired NYPD sergeant. Um, his two passions were law enforcement and baseball, right? Pretty much, yeah. You look like a retired baseball player, All like right. a coach. Yeah, like the guy that put 40 pounds on. Since yeah, he you, you know when they, when they yeah. take the hat off the baseball coach and <laughs> he just looks like a, <laughs> like a dude like, who's a baseball coach. When I told this college that a really good baseball team, uh -huh. and they had a lot of Dominican players, and they used to say, you want to get your grade up one level higher? They go, uh -huh. yeah, I go, repeat after me. Baseball, been better, better go to me. <laughs> yeah, th well, that's I remember that. That was a great sketch from uh, SNL. But uh, let me ask you a question. Are you wearing the baseball type? No, you're not wearing the baseball pants today. No, buddy, that's, that's <coughs> you over. Don't, you don't those do that no more? Those days are over. <laughs> that's a funny thing that the baseball coaches have to wear the uniform. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, they're still wearing the uniform. In like, God forbid, what, they somebody they're down to, what are they, 26 men? How many people on a roster? 26 Tw people? Yeah, 26. 26 people on a roster. God forbid, all 20, <laughs> they need one more to make nine. <laughs> there's uh, 16 of them out, right? They there's need one more to make nine. Coach? There's a 55-year-old coach ready to go in, right? Put right. the cup in, coach. <laughs> they're already dressed to play. Coach, put the cup in. You're coming in. And they're putting coaches in, uh, in uniforms and wondering why their attendance is down. I know, right? Oh, Who wants to see that? Yeah. Uh, where are you from, Tim? Uh, well, so I'm really from Long Island, uh, but you know, you're a lot of Long Island people. But, man. but my family kind of moved all over the place. Uh -huh. Divorced parents, so anytime 
yeah, she won custody. She was. Yeah, huh? she got custody, and we we went elsewhere. Yeah, my mother lost custody. She had to keep me. <laughs> 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 so uh, your parents divorced, and so you split your time between where? Um, so uh, I was in Long Island. I was in Florida. You got uh, brothers, right? Uh, there's uh, seven total: six brothers and a, a sister. Wow. Yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, really? Six brothers and a sister? Yeah, that makes yeah. seven. I had eight in my family: five boys and three girls. Uh, Levittown guy. Levittown. You know what it was? I, I don't think. He, I think people just had kids. They didn't know what else to do yeah. out in Levittown. Yeah, you know? there was like a. There's not that many families with kids like that anymore. No. It's, it's unusual when you see somebody like that. There were people in my town that had 12 kids. I know. I was like, I didn't even know if they knew the names of all of them, you know? <laughs> I was sitting in a, I was on the road doing a gig, and I'm just sitting there, I'm looking at this this family, God bless them, beautiful family, but there was a, a husband, a wife, they couldn't have been more than 30. They got a, a three-year-old, a two-year-old, a one-year-old, there's one in the freaking in the in the the, um, the little um, carry on thing for the the car seat for the car, and she's pregnant. I'm like, dude, you know, just give that shit a chance to heal, bro. God damn, every <laughs> give it a chance. They must be Christians. <laughs> so uh, seven man, that's a great family, and uh, so it was the six boys and one girl. Yeah, yeah. And uh, where did you fall in there? I was the uh, fifth of the seven. I was oh, towards the bottom. A, that's a nice spot. Yeah. So you got the shit slapped out of you. Uh, that, that wasn't our way in our family. <laughs> the one younger than you, the yeah. fourth one probably got the shit slapped out. But my sister would be the one in the middle, so she kind of real. She oh. she pretty much raised us. You know, she, was, uh -huh. she 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 ran the roost in our house. So in between, the, every time you had to shuffle off, there was this three staying with the mom, four with the dad, or everybody got to pack up the, all this. All seven of you got to go to one to the new place together. <laughs> no, no, the, the the older brothers were a bit older, so they kind of were on their own, and then. My sister was in, either with us or in college, and then it was me and the two younger ones mm -hmm. shucking wherever we went. All right. Well, what age? Did, you were a big baseball fan. That's, there we go. The, yeah. the balls. Well, what, what age did you start playing baseball? I, I think probably as young as I could walk. I was I, there was a bat. You loved hands. it, right? Yeah. You know. I mean, <laughs> we 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 grew up in a town that that had a, a really a, a historic high school baseball coach, and uh, and who's that? Uh, this, Doug Robbins was his name. He okay. coached at the school Levittown Memorial. You want to hear something funny? Course. He was my best friend's um, brother-in-law. Growing up, that Doug Robbins. That wasn't funny at all, Bill. It wasn't funny, but it's funny. No, that but you said, do you all right, hear something the funny? way the world is, like <laughs> how it's everything's connected. You know? That's what you brought. <laughs> he was the second most winningest high school coach in New York State history, uh -huh. and he died early of brain cancer. Oh, wow. So had he lived, he probably yeah. would have been the most, right? Yeah, yeah oh, he definitely would have been. Yeah. And, and so the, my, my second oldest brother, everyone played baseball. My second oldest brother was a really fine player, and... And he was eight years older than me, so you know at that time in your life, when you're mm -hmm. 10, 11 years old, and you're watching your brother like kind of tear it up at high school, I was locked in, you know. And yeah, I was, yeah. I, you, you know, wanted to be like that, right? I, absolutely. What position did you play? So I, in high school, I was a shortstop, and then mm -hmm. I, <clears throat> I got a, I got a college scholarship, and I went to school. You look like a baseball player, like you're built. Like an old, especially the old time baseball players. You almost look like Ron Say in a way. Uh, if you don't remember Ron Say, he was on the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, the Penguin. Penguin. The big yeah. forearms. Man. Yeah. Popeye forearms. That's, uh, that's he was great, wasn't he? Yeah, he I could, could still yeah, do the play. way he used to hit. Yeah, he could play. Yeah, he I used play. to know everybody's batting stance. I love not, baseball, man. But he's not chewing tobacco, though. You know? That's why when I was reading your bio and uh, I read about the baseball, I was so fascinated with it. I mean, my son played baseball, and I'm sure you have kids, right? I do have three. Yeah. Um, do they play baseball? The uh, older guy, I chased him right away from the game. I knew he had 
a skill set, and I pushed him. And uh-huh. he, he, the one game he knew I absolutely couldn't stand was soccer, so he played he soccer. He plays soccer. Oh, yeah. yeah, man, I can't stand oh, soccer brutal. either. Now, Holy in, shit. In, in, his, in his defense, he was a, 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 a boxer at West Point. He's an MMA oh, fighter. Oh, good, so yeah, yeah. He made up for it. With yeah. that, he made up for yeah. it. So you're playing baseball in high school, and you were you said you were a shortstop, right? I was in high school, and then um, you know, I was recruited athlete in college, and I got a college scholarship, and the first day you show up, they make your own 60-yard dashes. They want to see if you, you know, if you can move, uh-huh. I, I I ran pretty well at that point in my life, and and the guys like uh, go to the outfield with the outfield. Was like, so I, I what do you, I've never played the outfield a day in my life. He's like I said, go in the outfield. And so uh-huh. you know, for the next two years, I was an outfielder, and then um, you know, there's a college, an incident in college. Were you happy about that? Uh, once I figured it out, man, I was a lot happy being an outfielder. You know, you, you you can really focus on your hitting. You make a couple throws a game. I, I actually enjoyed it. It's a big difference between, like, playing in this. Like, you know, when we play in the street growing up, everybody played every position, you know. And then, but com- playing on a competitive level, the ball comes so fast. And you got you to gotta be able to pick it up. Com- when you play the outfield, you got to be able to pick it coming off the bat. Like, before, we already know where it's going. As soon as you hear, you can almost hear it and know where it's going. But if you're not at that skill level, you gotta at least see it when it comes off the bat, right? Yeah, you you, you know it's it's and it's a BB coming at you. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a it's a lifetime of training, you know. And yeah, so, yeah. so so it's something if if, if and baseball is a, a numbers game, right? So so you're playing percentages and uh, you, you're looking at swing tendencies, and then and then you've gone over it thousands of times, literally thousands of fungos, mm-hmm. pregame BPs. Mm-hmm. You know they call it Bob ball off bat. You're taking live balls every mm-hmm. few times off the bat, and so. By the time you're at that level, if you're a college player, you, you, you're yeah, a really yeah. good player. You it's know? a big difference when you play at that level, too, because I remember playing softball as a kid. Uh, no, I was I was a man already, but we were playing a softball game, and there was a college kid playing with us one day. And it was softball, and he, he was throwing it in from the outfield, like uh, like like I said, BBs, but like it was just such a different... Yeah, They use aluminum bats in college, too, right? They're still using them. It comes mean, off the bat a lot differently it, it, than wood. It does. I mean, there's there, there's there's definitely... A, you know, they've made modifications to the metal, but it's still... Uh, you know, it com- comes off faster, too, right? Much, I remember buying those faster. bats for my kid, for my faster. son, and it was so expensive. Yeah. Those those aluminum bats, and I remember going online and you know going to like eBay. It's like that's how I became familiar with these these sites because I would go on there and I would like try to find bats that I could afford a three hundred bat dollar bat hardly used for you know a yeah. buck three hundred bucks for a bat oh three fifty four hundred five hundred bucks for yeah. a bat if you oh, want to spend just, it and and, and you got to think some of these parents they they're buying the kid a bat at eleven and then he grows at twelve right. and then. 13, 14, he's hit his puberty years. He's grown again. Right. And then he's a high school player. They bought, you know, twelve, fifteen hundred dollars wow. $1,500 of bats in five years. That's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah that's, I didn't like this, the way the, the, ball, uh, the ball came off the bat at that speed either with the aluminum bats. The whole thing bothered me. My son used to pitch, too, so that was always a nightmare. Yeah. At, I, at some point, you, you, know, uh, in co- you know, your college is metal, but, like, all your summers. It's uh, and, you, and your fall is played with wood. Yeah. And, w- and once you really, you know, once you really find... The, the understanding of how to strike a baseball with the mm-hmm. wood—you you really don't want to go back to the metal again. You, you, there's a true, there's a trueness to hitting a baseball right when you hit it with, with wood. You know, you, and you, the sound a, of it. Yeah, everything. it's a, it's a, it's a quick pop, and and you know you struck something really well. And and there's you know there's a, a bigger true spot on metal. So if you miss, it's mm-hmm. still pretty good. And, mm-hmm. and and that's that's like a false sense of security. Yeah, it's like they know? make the equipment even like in golf. They make the equipment so good these days. <laughs> that is it the golfer or the equipment? Right? Yeah, yeah. So the same thing with baseball. So when you were playing in high school, um, I, I would imagine you had uh, dreams, aspirations of being a pro, right? Uh, from from probably. I, it was a dream, right? Yeah. I mean, from like five, six years old. I, you know, 
for lack of a better term, I'm like a low IQ guy, man. I know what I am. So yeah, me I, too. So, so when I was little, I wanted Welcome. to. Yeah, but it's Welcome a, to the club. The 60 IQ club is a great place <laughs> yeah, to yeah, be. Yeah. You know your wheelhouse. I got a 700 on my SAT. <laughs> Math or English? Both combined. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> combined. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh, God. So, yeah, no, I'm probably from five years is old. Is that why you didn't go to medical school? Yeah. yeah <laughs> okay. that's, that, that's one of the reasons why. <laughs> no, I would, say, I would say probably from five years old. I either wanted to be a, a cop or I wanted to be a baseball uh-huh. player. That's all I ever wanted to do. And and I think maybe, you know, we moved to Florida when I was 15 years old. And, and uh, you know, you, there you he catch, goes, moving again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he's a, he's a gypsy. We, and we were, oh, yeah. And we, we were catching such great weather there. I'd never yeah. seen weather like that, you know. And Yeah, that's where all so, the baseball players come from, too. It, it's such a distinct advantage. You know, you're playing nine, ten months a year. And, and, and I, I met some, some. It is, but are you, is there more wear and tear in the body? Is there any the study pitchers. on that? Yeah, the pitchers. So, you know. When you're pitching all year round. And I remember when, when I was coaching, a lot of these kids, they would like, uh, they would be pitching more than more, one league. Oh, so absolutely. that means you're pitching more than once a week. And sometimes if we were in the playoffs and I wanted this kid to pitch and then all of a sudden he's doing shitty. I'm like, what What happened? <laughs> Didn't get enough sleep, yeah. and then I find out that he was playing a game. He just sure, came from a game. Sure. You know, they used to have those Connie Mack leagues in Levittown, mm-hmm. and they used to have guys in like their early thirties still playing ball. Yeah. yeah, those are called pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody? Let me tell you something. If you don't have a kid on that team, you shouldn't be coaching. Yeah. No, no, not coach. Here. No, they were playing. They were still playing baseball in their thirties. Yeah. And people used to drop the kids off to me like they didn't even know me. Like, how could you tell? Like the mothers, I remember it would be like a snowflake league, and the mothers used to pull up. And they'd be like, they roll down, because it's, you know, it's cold out, you know. We're going to still play baseball. Don't ask me why. And they roll down the window this much. Are you the coach? I said, yeah, yeah. All right, here's my son. <laughs> when is it over? <laughs> Come back Come in now. They close the door to the minivan. They just take off. They don't know who I You're am. You're their babysitter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. It was, uh, I miss coaching, though, man. Uh, I used to. I wasn't a good coach, man, but I missed it. If you're giving up your time for these kids, you're doing something. Right. I remember one kid fun. comes off the field and he says to me, hey, Coach, uh, I'm not going to be here for uh, next Saturday's game. So I looked at him and I go, if you're not going to be here, who's going to strike out and make all the errors? <laughs> and his head, his head spun around like three times again. Don't worry about it, kid. <laughs> Somehow we're going to make it without you. <laughs> uh, so um, so your dream, what happened to the, this dream of, uh, of baseball? You got into, now you're playing college ball. and um, Yeah, yeah. Because I read in your bio something that you wrote that was interesting. Um, you had, a, I guess you make the decision. Like you said, your body and your skill set didn't. Yeah, so, you know, at the college level, I was, you know, I was one of the better players in the country. And, and so in your head, you really, you, you say to yourself, like, God, dude, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, this is a, just a matter of time before I'm advancing through minor league levels and I'm, a, I'm, and I'm a major leaguer. And then you're not eligible to be drafted until the completion of your junior year if you go to a four-year school. And, so, and this is baseball, obviously, yeah, because yeah. we already know about basketball. You could, yeah, they can go any way they want. But Half a semester. You're talking about junior year of high school. No, co- I'm talking college. college. Well, you junior year of yeah, but you can, too, right? you can get drafted out of high school. Well, so, once so, you start college, right? right? So if you if you go to high school, you can be drafted out of high school. If you go to a junior college, you can be drafted. Like oh, a two-year, okay. you can go either year. But if you go to a four-year school, you're not draft eligible until you complete your junior year. Okay. So, you know, my junior year rolled around, and, and I, I there was, you know, the, the Chicago White Sox and uh, Detroit Tiger Scouts were yeah, they, they were kind of pretty hot on me, and, and I, I was positive I was getting drafted because I had one hell of a year my junior year. And then one of the guys came to my father, like, towards the very end of the season. He's like, listen, they're not going to let me pull the trigger on your son. You know, they think he's undersized. He's too small. So um, we want him to go play, you know, uh, non-affiliated, you know, pro ball. They didn't see how you were going to fill in. 
Well, yeah, let's see, I was going to go. I was going to get five foot wide. Look at him now. So. What are you like 240 or a tank? Two, probably 205. Yeah, yeah, you're solid. 240, you gave him 35 extra pounds. Remind me of Lenny Dykstra in a way. You know, just the body, like the way you look strong, man. You look like you could run through a wall. Uh, once upon a time, you know, you I could picture you in center field, like running. You're one of those guys, nails, bro. Yeah, you know, that was a great name for nah, Lenny. Dude, he was. Lenny. He was nails. What a what a nickname, nails. Nah. And he, I mean, eliminate his uh, passionate love of steroids. The guy played oh, it the God, right way. Yeah. He played hard, man. No, he know? played hard, yeah. man. Listen, so. everybody was doing steroids at that time yes, too. Yeah, Shit. absolutely. You're still everybody, are. Listen, it was the still 80s, are. bro. Everybody had a mustache. Everybody did steroids. Man. Nah, they're, st- they're still doing it. Even I the mean, women had mustaches back then. <laughs> Did you see number and seven on the uh, Saints yesterday? He came in for um, oh, the guy that guy was like, "Come on, don't tell me he wasn't human growth hormoning it." That guy was, they couldn't even tackle him. Yeah. He, he like bowled nice over. <laughs> he, he had a, like a forty yard run, but you he have a nice him. ass in those football pants. <laughs> yeah. man. You, ever see, you ever see those linebackers? <laughs> they got the freaking uh, looks like they, saw, uh, they 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 were sitting in the gravel uh, the driveway gravel all day, right? You ever see those guys get up the big co- <laughs> cottage cheese asses? They look like sumo wrestlers. Uh, but when they, when it's uh, when you got a good ass, it's appealing those uniforms. Uh, anyway, where was I going with this? So what were you saying? Uh, now you just asked talking me about, about playing, roids so, yeah. and people so, uh, being roided up. Uh, so, so yeah. So anyway, you know, I, I went and played. You know, I went and played pro ball. I went to um, Erie, Pennsylvania to go play, and they said, like, look, show us what you got. That Give must have been something, huh? Erie, Pennsylvania. That's what a way, what a place I bet to you've play done baseball. comedy shows up there. I bet you, you was packed, right? The games were packed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because you're uh, yeah. like. You know, I just I was listening to FAN the other day, and they were talking about they're trying to rework the minor league um, situation there. Major League Baseball is and eliminate like four or five teams. Don't do it, Major League Baseball. Nice. It's not a good idea. Keep these teams thriving. But anyway, um, keep supporting your minor league teams. So that's what you were playing out there. You're saying the games were packed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, real good crowds. You know, I mean, and and uh, that's their team. Yeah, yeah, there, I mean, there isn't much going on in the area of mm-hmm. Pennsylvania if you're, you're not, you know, in the summer if you're not playing ball, you know. I mean, yeah, this was like um, like that movie. Uh, what was the movie? Well, Bull Dorm. Bull Dorm, yeah. right? Did you have a... Yeah, a little, a little less glamorous than that, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's a... It's not the one you, if, they, if you build it, they will come? That was a different no, one? No, 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 no. This no. is uh, the one with Susan Sarandon. Oh, okay. And Kevin Costner. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what was the Tim other guy? Tim Robbins. Yeah, he was funny. <laughs> Where yeah. uh, so... Um, so you're up there playing baseball. I'm sure you're having the time of your life. It's not that far away from home now. Well, for your home. You're not far away from any home. <laughs> they can put you anywhere Carolina, in the country. You're, you know somebody somewhere, right? There's a brother yeah. to you somewhere, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah my, my cousin, middle of nowhere. Yeah, my cousin lives over yeah. there. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so uh, you're, you're a superstar out there, right? What are you playing? No, field? no. I'd love to tell you I was. But, you know, you, you get there with the understanding, like, coming out of college, you are a superstar. And mm. then everyone around you is terrific and so, and so you know that's your first introduction to the business of baseball right so there's guys there that you know were affiliated players making money good and and so they're the draw you, you know they're making the money off of tickets concessions and mm-hmm. food and bev so those guys are going to play and you got to kind of prove your way in and so you know at first you go there and i was hot i was pistol hot and i was probably playing like 50 percent of the time and then after about 60 days, somebody figured out they get a book on you. You know, they understand what you can and can't do. And they figured I couldn't hit the slider. And so I just saw nothing but sliders for like a month straight. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going south in a hurry. Wow. And, uh, you know, the, the pro baseball, the coaches, you know, I'd love to tell you, like at the, the minor leagues level, there are some coaches that will work with you. But most times it's a business. Now, they're not there to work with you. They're there to. Well, my theory on minor league baseball is that there's one or two people on the team that they have feel has the potential to make it to the pros. 
but they can't play baseball by themselves, so they have to get another seven to nine people around them. So that's where all the other players come in. And none of those players, maybe 1% of all those players in the minor league are going to make it. Yeah, right? I mean, it's, you know, give or take 32 major league teams, 25 guys on the roster, so a little more than 650 players in the world. Well, yeah, that'll and make it the major about, There's leagues. how many I mean, thousands of minor yeah, league uh, players. And there is. I mean, there's so many guys, and there are guys that Not are... Not just minor league, but also semi-pro leagues. Yeah. Yeah. And not only here, but playing abroad as well. Correct. Because you know. they, they scout from uh, Venezuela. They scout from the Dominican Republic. Yeah. Curacao, Mexico, Japan, Italy. The game is, uh, you know, in the United States, it's taken a little bit of a beating because they keep playing games at 9 o'clock at night. So they're, right. they're losing a little bit of a generation of kids. But globally, the game is growing. Uh-huh. You know, so. Well, that's good to know, man. I'm happy about yeah. that. And yeah, me too. And since it's uh, an international game... You know, you want to see something that's beautiful, like soccer in a way, too, because obviously soccer is, is, is global. So that's what hopefully baseball will become, too. And yeah. that's where we could destroy soccer and just kill it once and for all. <laughs> but anyway, um, so now you start seeing a difference. And now when you, when you start to skid with the sliders... Um, and you said it's the last month of the season. How long is a minor league season anyway? Well, so, so the How guy, many games is that? Well, you probably, you know, you, you, it depends on what level you are, but you'll play anywhere between, let's say, 75 games and 110, 120 games. In minor league? Yeah. 120 yeah. games? Well, it depends on what level you are. How, how much money are we talking about you getting paid? Oh, it's, you're, you're living in poverty. So an A-ball a player, a, a rookie A player today probably makes... Ten thousand. Oh my god! And 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 it's not just ten thousand. So you have to pay clubhouse dues, you know, for the four day old turkey slices that they serve you, and and then you know the clubhouse the clubhouse attendant gets money, and you're actually paying dues up. It's a you know very pyramid system. So you're paying union dues. So 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 like the major league guys, they're basically trying to feed the pyramid, you know. So there's you're not you're starving. You know, they wow. give you give meal money on the road. I think when I played was like six dollars or seven dollars, and so well, thank God you had family in every city. That's right. You always play. grab a go <laughs> for dinner. <laughs> that saved you a lot of money. How yeah. long did the dream last? Not nah, nah, one season. You know, well, one mean, season I, yeah, in minor league ball, yeah, and, and it was over. I mean, I and I, I kind of knew it was coming to an end because I wasn't getting much playing time. Once I I started real hot, I cooled off, and then I wasn't really getting playing time. And then the guy that coached me was you know was, he was a former major leaguer and. He got pissed off one day. He was drinking, and he's like, "Listen, I'm going to show you how to do this." And he did some drill with me, like they called a two T drill to make sure you're staying through contact. He gave me one up. He gave me one game, and I and I had like a, a very big home run and a booming triple the other way. And I was like, "Oh, I'm back!" And that night he called me. and He's like, "Hey, uh, I heard you. Uh, you're interested in being a cop." I was like, "Yeah, I am." He's like, "Well, that's what you should be doing because you're not playing here no more." Wow. So it's very it's very abrupt. You know, that's how it ends. Wow. And uh, fuck, man. And so I came home. <laughs> They should do that in comedy, man. <laughs> they should get rid man. of a so lot of people, people wasting their time. Years, years. Uh, there's, yes, no pension. There's, no, there's no 401k. There's no medical benefits. And he's fucking 45 comedy? years old. They, they should have had somebody call you up at 22. Like, Listen, it's not going to happen, pal. <laughs> he said he wanted to be a fireman. Go do it, buddy. Yeah, but I mean, you're Mark. You're a 23 year veteran of comedy, right? Yeah, but so me, tell the tell the audience how the big point you're making. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm, I just told him, <laughs> don't do it. Do something else. Uh, but uh, if and he's a successful comic. How does that? Um, 
how does that like I know you know you get this bit of information but that's just one person telling you because this my point is this we all in this world of denial everybody thinks they can do everything and then you have somebody who's a professional who played baseball before uh, and he's telling you real quick this isn't going to work out for you well it, you could have said you know, uh, he's wrong well I had a, I had an opportunity to, to sign with another team with the Salt Lake Travis in Utah mm-hmm. and um I, it just it just Is that was your the, uncle over there? Yeah, yeah. He knew somebody over there so. in Utah. <laughs> so, <laughs> moments. Yeah. So 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 I mean, but 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 in, in truth, it's kinda over. You know it because you're you're playing at the lowest level and you're watching some guys go out there that you know, then they're, they're completely unrefined. They're they're gifted. They're eighteen year old uh-huh. kids if this they're bigger. Beautiful, right? Yeah. And and and, and, and they're completely unrefined, but every once in a while when it lights, like the light bulb goes off of them, you go I don't, I don't care how much I play this game. I'm never like going to be able to do it. It's that. like a thoroughbred. You, you know? try to rein it in. Right. What those coaches try to do is they try to rein it in, right? Yeah. Because there's just some people, like, for example, throwing the ball over 90 miles an hour, there's a handful of people who can do it in the world. And then yeah. you take somebody who could actually throw um, over 95, because every one of those miles per hour is right. millions of dollars in your bank account. Right. And they have kids that can throw 100 miles an hour now. And there's a, I don't know, they used to have maybe, I think, uh, two or three in the Major League Baseball. Now there's like 35. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's one or two per team now that can, can get Yeah, and, and, but you're really. talking about sometimes, just like in the movie, when um, we were talking about Bull Durham, when he, oh, no, well, no, actually, m- remember Major League? Sure, sure. When uh, he couldn't, <laughs> just a bit outside, remember? <laughs> yeah. Well, that guy, th- that arm's velocity that you can get, the torque to get the ball to go that fast, yeah. we're going to rein that in. We're going to find a way to make that work. And if this coach can't do it, we'll find somebody else because it's such a rare thing. Yeah, I mean, and again, if you, if you just go back to... 600 a little more than 650 men in the world mm-hmm. get to do this for a real living and so it's th- there are guys you you wouldn't you, you you wouldn't outwardly know but like there are guys in the minor leagues that throw much harder than guys in the major leagues they do but they're not repeatable they can't repeat it so that if they're missing locations by two or three inches they're getting punished because men can hit a fastball i mean you, you know even it's, it's years ago i don't play, i obviously don't play anymore i haven't played in 25 years but you know if if I knew a fastball was coming and it was anywhere in the area, and I'm looking for it. You were going to get hurt. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, you could do damage to it. And now now take that up four prongs. You know, take mm-hmm. it from the lowest level of minor leagues to to high A to double A, triple A, and then the major league guys. It, the, you know, the, let me let me the, ask the refinement you, know, is you when he gave you this brutal honesty and said you're not going to make it. Were you upset or did you take that like this guy knows what he's talking yeah. about? I better do something else. I, you know, I, I had been sitting the. How bench. old were you now? I was 21. You know, I'd been sitting the bench for a few weeks here, and and you know, okay, honestly, if you're in a what's the biggest splinter you ever got <laughs> in your eyes? <laughs> you asked the really good questions, man. That's the hard hitting one I was. It's <laughs> yeah. so, so, like Barbara Walters. Right, right, right. That's, that's it. That's him. You ever sit there and pull one out this big? That's a twenty. That's a twenty. You know, twenty. Anyway, like, yeah. <laughs> look at this. That's a sixty so. minutes or a twenty twenty uh, question. That's, that's where sure. you come up with all the stuff that you do on the like you know before the game with the bean bag or the or oh. the blowing the gum and all that stuff that they see oh, right? there's a, yeah there's a lot of time in those dugouts there is you know i mean just just to mess around uh, anyway to answer your question is yeah i was crushed in the sense that 
you know it's over. Like yeah. you, it's over. You, it, it, there's, you, you know, could, could I have latched on somewhere else? Possibly, but y- your ego's already taken a hit because you're watching other guys. You would have just prolonged the egg. Yeah, really. Ready. So, so th- well, three, four months ago when you're at college and you're one of the nation's leading hitters, you're saying to yourself, like, I got this game in lockdown. Right, and then right. three months later, you're seeing these guys playing. You're like, I'm sorry. just I don't think I'm going to be able to hang with this. There are selected guys in this team that are at the lowest level, and I can't hang with them. Did uh, so, steroids ever come into play? Did you ever think about it? Ah uh, yeah, so yeah, I thought about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so so in in college, there, you know, it wasn't a thing. You know, like think in the early middle eighties, yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't, had, really, it wasn't, it wasn't until Mark deal. McGuire had really done his yeah. thing. It was hit, but we had a, a player on our, one of my teams in college that, you know, six foot one, but like one hundred and forty pounds. And he couldn't drive the baseball, and he was like, couple he, Diana Bulls. He came, well, he came back. He did. He came back like you know, left around Thanksgiving break, and then came back. You know, for, from winter break in middle of January, he's like 170 pounds. He blew up like 35, nice. 40 pounds. We were thinking of doing roids and, uh, to make this show better. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, make a run at it. You know, and he, uh, he, um, and, and he got drafted. He's a really good player. Uh-huh. And, um, and, and I, I, like people always ask, I thought about it. Of course I thought about mm-hmm. it. We worked out in the gym every day today. But one day he took his shirt off and they hadn't refined any of the steroids in there, like a giant pizza back. And I was like, oh, oh that's God. disgusting. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and at that point, you're only thinking of two things, right? Your life is like chasing girls and playing baseball. And I was like, nah, that's not. I'm already behind the eight ball. I'm short, fat, and bald. And bald and <laughs> I can't have a pizza back, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Pizza back is a killer. Yeah, the acne. Yeah, acne. Is brutal. That's a giveaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, they're, they're refining it now years yeah, later. But how about but, even some of these actors that are gigantic muscle heads? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, they're going to die. Young, you know, the long term, the long term usage is well. You're talking about you're talking about um, the difference between making millions of dollars, even on the on the on the lowest level. If you just get to the game, if you just get to the game, and you could survive a season or two, you know, you're gonna make a million, two million dollars. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's that's a still a lot of money, man. There there was a player that I mean, bounced around the major leagues for a little while. This guy, Melky Cabrera. I remember Melky, yeah. And so Melky is actually out of major league baseball. He he is the reason why men do like. If you ask me now, in major league baseball today, why I would say it's an opinion, but ninety percent plus guys are using uh, they're on something. Mm -hmm. He's out of baseball, and uh, he he gets on a cycle and gets picked up. Mm -hmm. And from when they pick him up, like in May. To the end of the year, it's like 25 or 26 home runs. I forgot what he hit, mm-hmm. how many. And uh, they catch him at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. He gets caught right before the year ends, and they, so they suspend him for 60 or 80 games. I forget what it is. He sits his 80 games, and next year someone signed the guy for $13 million a year for four years. So they mm-hmm. gave him $52 million a year, and he was out of baseball the year before. So, so if you're a guy like in AAA or you're mm-hmm. floundering in the minor leagues and someone say, you're like, oh, it's almost over for me, come on, let's go. You well, know? if you think about it, you're picking that guy up, Depending on, and obviously the suspensions they grow, the amount of times you get caught. But those first three suspensions that you get, if it, even if there's sixty games, who gives a shit? I want right. them right before the playoffs anyway. Right. Right before I can, the deadline is to pick him up. I'll take him, and hopefully he won't get tested or come up positive until the end of the season. By that time, right. we already used him up. Right. And if and if if you're looking at it individually, like I again use Melky Cabrera, if they caught him again and they suspended him for a year. Mm-hmm. He was making nothing. He was out of the game. Now he's getting a half a season of thirteen million. Yeah, not right. including all the right. other seasons that he had. Right. I'm sure he had a decade right. in, in, in right in the major leagues before he got caught even the first time. Right. Well, they, they probably the the poster child for um, what happens when you use steroids that cause cancer was remember Lyle Alzado. Sure, yeah. yeah, I know, but listen, he wasn't no, but he wasn't of the see, size to play NFL football, and that's sure what made was. him. No, he was six, not. He was six foot four. Yeah, but two forty. 
Yeah, but nobody was he 240 needed, back then. He needed to be 280. That's I mean, what he played yeah, at. But the, you're talking about a different time. He played in the 70s. I think what happened to Lyle Lazoto was the growth hormone because he was in L.A. And over there, they started dabbling in growth hormone, but they weren't doing the synthetic one. They were doing the, the one for cadavers. This is... I, I'm talking out of my ass right now. But <laughs> no, this is true, though. This right. is what I remember. And then he... Somehow, that could... When you do steroids, if you have a cancer in your body... You're going to grow, and it, uh, it could spark it up and wake it up. So now all of a sudden, if you were supposed to get cancer, you know, maybe 10 years from now, it was dormant, or it was going to, that's the way you're going to die in the future. Now all of a sudden, at a young age, you're doing it, and that's what he's doing. He's doing growth hormone. Maybe he injected somebody else's disease into him. Um, he also had a tremendous amount of roid rage. Remember when he took off his helmet and threw it at Chris Ward on the Jets? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was an animal. He yeah. was a beast. yeah. Well, that's that's where steroids came in handy too. Is like you know, with uh, when you needed that type of aggression, rage. Yeah. Remember the guy? Um, he got drafted number one pick. Uh, the fridge, Mandridge. Mandridge. Oh, Tony Mandridge. Man- no, 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 not Tony Mandridge. Tony yeah. Mandridge. I'm talking about. He, he was on the cover. He set of the record team. of the, doing two twenty-five. I think he did it like fifty times. Yeah. Something ridiculous. Yeah. That was like the record. But he he had. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about the 2.5 one, 225, right? 2.25, do that 50 times or something like that. The 2.5 plate, right? I could do that 50 <laughs> yeah, times. I could do, uh, do the 2.5. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he was the guy who, um, I think, who was the guy who ran right over him going into the end zone? Um, uh, the I, running back. I, I think no, you no, 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 talking about the guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, Bosworth. I got the yeah. two guys Bosworth, confused. Yeah. Both of them had 30 the for 30s. And they the were both interesting. Listen. Steroids is part of sports, and it is. it's a it's a performance enhancing. Imagine if you went to the Hollywood movie stars, all these people uh, talking shit, and he said, "Oh, you can't have a facelift anymore, or a tummy tuck anymore, right. or you can't dye your hair anymore." What are you ta- it's performance enhancing. Yeah. yeah, it's a sport. Only few people can do it. Let them do whatever the fuck they want. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> but I why does the NFL the NFL pretend that they they test people in the well? Because you know they got to pretend at least, right? It's uh, it's barbaric. It's holding on. You know, you get a couple more people that die in the field. People are gonna look at, especially with the concussions, and they're finding out this is a laptop, bro. This thing right here. Uh, mine is an, you know, like the basic one. <laughs> you have the basic model. <laughs> yeah. Like the, but if you took it and you threw it on the floor, how many times do you think you could throw it on the floor before it's not gonna work, right? No, not too you many. You know what I'm saying? And that's not what happens. That's what these guys are. It's, every one is like CTE, a car accident. CTE, yeah, they call it, right? Yeah. That's why, in a, in a way, baseball. You ever me, get a concussion? Uh, yeah. How many times? I got knocked out once boxing. I remember that one. Uh, that was uh, probably maybe three times in my life. Yeah, I think I've had, I've had two. I think I hit my head on a pole once playing uh, running when I was a kid. I, I think that was a concussion too. Yeah, we probably as as, as uh, younger athletes, we probably had them more. Yeah, often but you, you like, think, no, yeah. no one was testing for That's you. You know true. what I mean? You, right. you had like you, te- you never got a concussion. I couldn't yeah. nothing. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you could hit a car with that head. That car would be all fucked up. <laughs> Look at the size of that thing. Holy yeah. shit! He's button cars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see what happened to that I, car? <laughs> I love young cars. You ever seen those stand in front of a car and put yeah, their hand yeah, up yeah, like crazy? Who taught them that? Fuck that. <laughs> I was standing on the sidewalk. For a summons? Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's insane. Oh, man, we're having such a good time. We got to... So, now uh, you get this this bit of uh, this bit of news, man. It, it breaks my heart when you say it, because especially... It's so hard. It's th- that's you see because you didn't have much of a. Cho- it's not like show business where you can keep trying and what do they know? You know what I'm saying? But this was somebody who, you know, you, you can't go play anywhere else. You could go play make believe somewhere. 
Nah, you don't. You don't I'm, I'll speak for myself. I, I, I really never wanted to play again. Like when, uh, when it was when it was over, and I don't mm-hmm. mean like, like in a bitter way. I just that was done. Like that chapter yeah. was over. You know what I mean? I came home. My pops picked me up on a Greyhound bus. He's like, "Hey." Mm-hmm. Did you give it everything you had? I was like, Your yeah. Your pops was driving the Greyhound bus? No, negative. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you got around so much. Then got an idea. I'm going to drive for Greyhound. That's how you got around so much. Yeah, so he picked, he picked me up when I, you know, I took the bus home. And he's like, did you do everything you could there? I was like, yeah. He's like, is it, is it out of your tank? Did you empty the tank? I was like, yeah. And he's like, all right, what are you going to do? Because you got to get a job. Right, you know, like you know, he, that's he gave so me true. Like a, he gave me a day. Like, basically, like, all right, yeah. let's figure it out. You got to get some work. And so... Yeah, I, I went to the city and I was a, a messenger and a bike messenger for a couple of months waiting for the job to open That's up, fun. You know what I mean? And then, right. well, and, that's uh, more dangerous than the police oh, department driving that a bike messenger. Yeah, it's not the same anymore. I man. used to say to ESU, I'd see a guy delivering Domino's pizzas to the projects. Right. And I'd say, that guy has the most dangerous job yeah, in the city, yeah, delivering is. pizzas to the yeah, projects. Yeah. And the ESU guys, Chinese. they wouldn't like that. You know? Chinese but, food to the yeah, project. Or yeah. Chinese... I would love this. They call the Chinese restaurant. Yes, we want the order. This they go bring change of a hundred, <laughs> and then you knew the guy was getting robbed. Get robbed. Right? Absolutely. And yep. the big technology was of where they had the ID. They could see the uh, phone number ID. <laughs> that was huge technology uh, back yeah. then, right? Oh, oh, we know who this is. You know. <laughs> so, um, so now you get back home. Your yep. father picks you up in his Greyhound. You get back home. <laughs> and uh, which, uh, where do you go now? What state? Who are you so, staying uh, with? Yeah, and I'm, I'm in New York. My, my pops lived in uh, Hicksville. Okay. So, Hicksville. Yeah, so my, my brother. Billy my, Joel's from there, but he says he's from Levittown, but we don't want him. I thought he said he's from Oyster Bay. He says too. all kinds yeah, of shit, not, but yeah. when he said in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, he he put down Levittown, I don't want him anymore. No, I, you know? Yeah, I, I I, I, and I like his music. I just think he's a typical Hollywood dick, though, you know? Yeah, I did my like, my senior year of high school. I you hear that, Billy? <laughs> I graduated from Hicksville High School, I think. I, I distinctly remember someone... He probably someone, listens to the show, you know? <laughs> I distinctly remember someone saying, like one of the teachers when I was there in my senior high school, saying, hey, you're most famous person ever came to the school and he didn't even graduate high school, you know, so... Uh-huh. Billy, Billy Joel, Billy Joel Hicksville yeah. High School, yeah. So... But he tries to hang on to that Levittown tough. He guy. didn't graduate, huh? I, no. I I guess not. I you know I mean I just remember he was yeah. doing shows school's and drinking. I think I think he did okay for himself. Yeah, his school's yeah, so, I think so, I think so the biggest dropouts of college. So overrated. Were Bill Gates, right. uh, Zuckerman, right. and uh, who's the other uh, Apple? Uh, Mark DeMeo. Mark, no, no, not Mark DeMeo. <laughs> Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Right. All three of them. It's quit a big trade. I, 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 I knew. Uh, I knew Bill Gates. And I didn't realize. Yeah, all three of them quit college. Yeah. So you're you're uh, 22 now. Yeah. You're in Long yeah, tw- Island. I'm 20, yeah, 21 and a half. I'm in Long Island, and uh, you ha- you hung up the cleats. Yeah, I'm done. And uh, you're and still holding on to the, the those little shorts that you wear, the tight ones. I still have them. Yeah, you still wearing those? No, with the, yeah, I still have them. With the, with the white socks, with the fl- uh, with, with the flip flop, right? I was a high sock guy. Not a, I was a high sock, high pants guy. Oh yeah, yeah. you like that? Oh, you like that? Yeah, I can uh, see that. That's for fast guys. guys. Yeah. Yeah. You probably was Hicksville was huh? never, they were like good in sports. They were never great in sports, right? You know, I was playing against them in basketball. I, re- I really was only there, like, pr- principally that senior year. So, like, the, the football team. You got around the got country, Billy, remember? You got knocked around pretty good, my yeah. senior. I remember we got knocked around pretty good. And then the baseball, it was competitive, but, you know, the, the town. The town beside us was better. Right. Than the Levittown was you, you, uh, when you're a baseball player like that, and you come out of Long Island, everybody knows that you went to play in the minor leagues. You know, um, and they're all rooting for you. Everybody that you played with, uh, my son played baseball. He knows everybody who got drafted, who he played with, where they are. And then you come home again, and that's got to be a little odd because 
you know, all your friends are probably telling you, ah, you should give it another shot. What do you mean? You, you, that's it, you know? And they don't under, seem to really understand. What, how do you explain that to them? Uh, that really, the police department job was coming, so it was, it was almost an easy transition. Mm -hmm. You say, hey, a couple of months and join the police mm -hmm. department. So it, it, I, I'd, I'd tell you like, it was really hard to say, but, like, it was, I mean, I hate to say it was over for me. Mm -hmm. I had given that game everything I could possibly mm -hmm. do, probably since I was realistically 13 14 years old when my my older brother was like listen if you're doing mm -hmm. this you're doing this like mm -hmm. no, no bullshit you, you give everything you got it you don't do it and so for probably 13 14 until i was 21 you know 50 60 hours a what week did training. you did come on uh 92 um, oh yeah me too really I, I was looking at your bio and i noticed i think you came out the class before me i was the midnight class 3000 <laughs> there was a midnight class you yeah in brooklyn tech yeah really yeah, are you, are you are you messing with me? Or? No, that was that was the July July uh, nineteen ninety two. When did you come on? Yeah, January. So you came on the class before me. Okay. So uh, when when we got the uh, that was the safe street, safe city money. Correct. Correct. So when we came on, you know how they told you don't quit your job yeah, until you're sworn you. in. <laughs> right. So I was one of the three thousand people at Bru uh, Brooklyn Tech High School, and uh, we swore in at midnight. Well, and uh, we that. sat there and we filled out a bunch of paperwork until like two, three o'clock in the morning. And somewhere in between then, I called up uh, where I used to work and told them I'm not going to be in. They knew already anyway, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. just to make it official. They used to make you miss so much work that if you didn't quit, you'd get fired, right? right. Oh, you know, the, with between the uh, all, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that. You had to take a day off of work to... Uh, to go see your investigator and yeah. stuff like that. They used that. to visit your neighbors, too. How long did the process take from the time that you took the test yeah. until the time you got hired? You Remember? Know what? Like three years, right? Two no, and a half, three it, years? It, my, mine was a while. I know it was a while, but I, I took the test. My father get, got me the application. Mm -hmm. I was 16 and a half years old. Oh, so you wow. had taken the test early. Yeah, I took it really early because he, he knew. like He knew you weren't going to make two baseball. He, he, did, he, knew. <laughs> he knew the only two things I ever wanted to do, so he went and got uh -huh. like, the Arco study book. Could you come on at 20 back then? I don't I don't Because now they change it to 22. I don't know. Yeah. I think I 20, think it, I think it you 22 had to, now? It's 22 yeah, now, I, yeah. I think you could come on right, 20 and a half. Yeah. And then you could, back then, yeah, yeah. I had a guy in, my, in the 2-3 two, um, two, squad. He retired at the age of 45, and he had 25 years wow. on it. I was like, holy yeah. shit, you came yeah, out when you 20 yeah. years yeah. old. Yeah, and so he went to the 3-2, which was then known as the Tomb yeah. of Gloom. Yes. And he went from wherever he lived in Staten Island to be like, holy shit. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. That place yeah. was no joke back then. You know? yeah. where, did you, um, joke. where did you wind up with first command? Uh, Midtown South. Uh, uh, yeah, no, he was hooked. Uh, no, yeah, he was listen, hooked. I'll tell you right now. Were your every, balls dipped in butter? Everybody, everybody <laughs> asked the same question. I'd be... Quite frank about it. My aunt, another family member, uh -huh. uh, was Jewish, <laughs> uh -huh. and she was neighbors with some chaplain on mm -hmm. this job. Mm -hmm. I think, I don't even remember the guy's name. And, uh, I, you know, when you do, like, your uh, dream sheet? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't know anything about being a cop. I didn't know anything about the city. So I was like, where do I go? They're like, hey, you live, you're living in Long Island. Go to Brooklyn. I was like, okay. Which ones? They're like, go to the 6-7. It's busy. The 7 0 I filled it out. Everyone's like, the day, you know, like, you find out where you're going. Everyone's like, you're hooked up. You're full of shit. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I was like, I didn't know anybody. And I got Did you the, write down in there, I was a professional baseball player? <laughs> uh, it's part of your application process. Right? You probably did, right? Yeah, because well, the funny thing is, somebody's looking at it like, oh, we got somebody for the team. Yeah, guys, no. used get, you know, guys used to get pissed off at that banner in Midtown South where it says Midtown the South, the, the busiest in the world. Yeah. And guys would come there from the 4-6 and the 4-4 four, four, and right. be like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You know? How far off am I, though? I mean, because um, the truth is, the, the the job has teams, 
Yeah. And if you uh, if you can make one of these teams, if you like, for example, if you're on the boxing team, the football team, uh, the baseball team, you're hooked. You're hooked. To your whole career, you're hooked. Look, I, I don't know. I never played, but I, you know, if you're willing. Oh, to Oh, you didn't give play up, on the team? Uh, no, nah, I refused. You they, were like uh, the, the academy. Uh, they wanted me. You were like Montgomery Cliff on. Um, <laughs> just, I just didn't want on, to do uh, it. Was it from here to eternity, huh? You too good to play? No, I just didn't want to do with it. Us? I didn't want to do it anymore. Did you ever see the movie? No. Yeah, he plays a guy who he knocked, he kills somebody in the ring. So when he gets to his new in Hawaii, his new place, um, where he's gonna, you know, be a soldier, uh, he all he wants to do is play taps. He plays the trumpet too, but they want him to box on the team, and they start putting him through hell. Frank Sinatra's in it. Ernest Borgnine is a jail keep. Burt Lancaster has that famous scene where he's on the on the beach rolling around with the. Uh, Oh, that gorgeous stalwart. Yeah. From here to eternity. I don't think it, well, right. think it was yeah. her. But anyway, um, I thought you didn't. You, they didn't. Add, they didn't know. Right? Nah, they didn't really it, well, no. In, in, in the academy, at some point towards the end, uh, somebody asked. When some, you had to throw the the, the ball back and forth, <laughs> and, you, and you hit somebody off the head with, and they yeah, died. No, yeah. <laughs> so, so somewhere towards the end, so, some academy instructors like, "Hey, uh, they want you to go to uh, like to the practices," and I was like. No, nah, I don't really want to do that. And he said, this is probably a bad idea. Like, you, you know, this could get you in trouble in your career. I was like, that's okay. I'm, uh, whatever consequence comes from it, it's yeah, all right. You I'll didn't want to play anymore. I just didn't want to play anymore. See, I was right. You know? So they, they knew it. There was a guy in the 2-8 that was a semi-pro quarterback, and a deputy commissioner went up to him, you're playing. And he goes, no, I'm not. Yeah. And he refused to play. Nah, I mean. We had a like guy who played on Dallas Cowboys in my, um, in, my, uh, in, my, in my academy class. Really? Yeah, he played a year with Dallas. Wow. He must have been fast, yeah, player, incredible, yeah. incredible. Yeah. Where did he wind up going in the police department? I don't know. I don't know. I um, after I lost track of him after the shower room. Man, <laughs> <laughs> man I missed that guy. Was he the Roy? Yeah, I mean, nobody knew he played. It was just me. I came up to him and said, "Hey, uh, just, I was looking at your ass. Did he play football? <laughs> he, had a a star, fact, he had a star on his ass. Or something or what? Uh, <laughs> I'm a big fan of the Dallas Cowboys." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. So, so you didn't want to play uh, on the job. Well, okay, nah. but you didn't really get any uh, beef from it other than that, did you? No, not at all. None. I mean, I mean shit. They, they put you in the freaking Midtown South. Oh, yeah, it was, like I said, it worked I got, in your favor. It, it it worked great. You know what I mean? And then, uh, you know, from That's the, where you put on all the weight? Uh, you know, I put on all the weight after I retired. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I told you went to Midtown South yeah, and just after I Restaurant <laughs> Row yeah. and try to try everything. I think the there. North has better food than the South, right? Yeah, it does. The it North does. is even yeah. a bigger contract than yeah. the South. Yep. Really? Mid Midtown North. Yeah. Oh, Midtown, but where is the Restaurant Row? When were we joking about? That's about a, right on the, right the right border, right? Yeah, border yeah, also have the you biggest details that theater d detail, right? Yeah, the theater district, that's a tough job. Is it? Yeah, you show up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you, you, you have to you have to take control of tough. all the people that enjoy yeah. musicals. <laughs> yeah, tough, tough. And everyone's calling you to get them tickets, well, right? Yeah. yeah, that's the only thing you got to control. Yeah. That's the toughest job. Yep. So uh, you're working in Midtown South, and uh, I have a feeling like you're going to become a good cop. I mean, you're uh, you're young, you're athletic, um, and you you know you you're willing to work hard, obviously. Yeah, I, and it's something you wanted. Did I you like it I, right off the oh bat? My God, I, I got trial by fire on the first day. Mm -hmm. I, I, I graduated the academy on a Friday that Monday, Washington Heights breaks. And, you know, uh, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was, in, I was in the academy for three days and Washington Heights breaks. Really? 
and uh, they were talking about mobilizing us. And I'm like, well, what are you? What are we going to do that for? Nobody knows what they're doing. We're not even real cops yet. I don't want to go up there. No, it's. I, I mean, it really. I mean, it so really. You went is, up there? I did. It's a really. I mean, it's a great story. So, so the the precinct. Um, you know, you're in the basement for like your training, your first day. Uh-huh. Everybody does, and so everyone's afraid, including me, like to leave because you just spent six months being yelled at in the academy. Right. But I had worked out for like two hours before that at home. And I was thirsty. And so about two hours into the training, the training starts like, hey, if anybody wants to get a drink, go upstairs. Every, no one would go. I was like, I got to do this. So I walked up to the, uh, the soda machines, and I put the first quarter in, and I hear someone yell from the background, hey, stupid, get your hat and bat, let's go. He said, I am certainly not stupid. He don't know who I am. I've been in this precinct 95 seconds, you know. Mm-hmm. I put the second quarter, he's like, hey, you fucking idiot. Get the fuck upstairs. I'm like, oh, I turn around, I look at him, and I know he's yelling at me. So I go upstairs, I open up the locker, I'm a little nervous. I grab my eight-point hat, he said, hat and bat, right? So <laughs> and the guy next to me, the guy the like... For those of you, like the civilian that watches or nothing the job with hats is what we call our helmets. Right. And bats is the nightstick. Right. So when they say hats and bats, it's like get your helmet and your right. nightstick. But so you thought they meant the... I thought they meant the eight-point hat. So the guy locker <laughs> next to me uh, looks at me and goes, hey, buddy, they mean your kazoo. So I'm like, kazoo. So I'm opening up the memo book, and I'm trying to find like the, the equipment, and I'm looking for the letter K for kazoo. I don't know what he's talking about. Obviously, he's talking about the Jetson show, and then he's like, yo, yo, your riot helmet. I'm like, oh. So I get in the van. They throw me in a van. The train, obviously, the training sergeant doesn't know where I am, right? So I get, I, I get in the van. He's home alone. And nobody, <laughs> when I say nobody, will talk to me. Somebody nobody. S- somebody stole the rookie. Right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm like. Somebody, <laughs> somebody, somebody stole the rookie. That's we got a missing academy right. guy. I'm like, I'm like six rows back on the right side. And so they, I, when I say will not talk to me, they're like, hey, who's the new guy? They're like, where'd he come from? And now there's a dialogue between the guys like. It could be an internal affairs plan. They're like, nah, it can't happen that fast. Like, bullshit, this whole thing could be set up, you know? So, like, the conspiracy theories are already (laughs) spinning. And then, uh, so one of the guys finally goes, hey, what's your name? So he asked me my name, and then they, you know what? Then they're like, Pete Rose. Then they're they're like, where you from? I'm like, the Academy, sir. You know, I'm I'm, I'm saluting. They're like, oh, they sent an Academy pussy with us. We got an Academy guy with us. Might as well be a rat. They're thinking, like, I'm an instructor, I guess. Uh Uh-huh. And then they look at it and they're like, oh, but his belt's new. So finally you get around to it and they realize, like, I'm brand new. I just got <laughs> to the precinct. And they send me up to the front of the van to this old Vietnam veteran, like mustache, still uh-huh. like the, the bullets, you know, in, yeah, in yeah. The, the swivel holster, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he's like smoking a cigarette and he's like, hey, kid, when we get out of this van, if you want the guys to trust you, take that stick and hit the first guy right over his head. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what? He's like, yeah, you're going off this fan first. Crack the first guy you see. I'm like, oh, I can swing a bat. I'll swing. You know, so he's, you, you get off this. Uh-huh. You get off this. You know, it's a, you're in the middle of a melee. You crack the first guy. He's like, let's go, fellas. We're good. You know, and that's how my career started. I'm not joking. I spent three or four days up there. You know, predate cell phones. Oh my God. My, my wife doesn't know nothing. You know. So when they came back, when they brought when they brought you back, and then your, your, your uh, training sergeant's like, "There he goes!" Oh uh, yeah. So then he grabs yep. his rookie, "Come here!" And then like the other guys are like, "No, no, we want him back tomorrow." Yeah, you no, got to see how many heads he cracked. We ran we <laughs> late later that night. Our train, we I ran into our training sergeant, and he, he was joking about. It. He's like, "He's like, yeah, 
We kind of thought after my two-hour speech, you had it and you quit. <laughs> you, got, you got on the wrong <laughs> bus. Yeah, yeah. You, you quit. took the wrong bus. You know, he's like, hey, we thought you packed it in. You didn't want to be here. Somebody done, stole you know? the rookie. Right, so <laughs> Somebody stole well, the rookie. That's how my career started. You know? so, and it was that's pretty a great, great story, man. That's yeah. that's for a movie right yeah. there. It was pretty cool. I mean, get, it, Let's go. Get it, get you. You know, the, talk about the way the world's connected. We, we've had Michael O'Keefe on this show sure. like three All times. Right. And he, of, of course... Shot Kiko Garcia, yeah. which started the Washington Heights riots, yep. and uh, which yeah, which everything's got you, connected, um, you know, which yeah. got which put you which in that van. Your story, right. yeah, safe they, street, safe city, this. right? Well, not yeah. so safe. <laughs> they took you hostage. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, I mean, that was that is a, a great, great story, uh, man. Uh, and a great, I mean, I'd say like just a great run on this. I, uh, that that this job treated me so well. I loved it. So uh-huh. it, you know, from from there, you know. I got my first. I, I got first. Yeah, my first shooting. I got my first shooting New Year's Eve a couple of years later. Same thing. Times Square New Year's Eve. You'd, you'd think nothing's going to happen. Gonna it's Times Square. Yeah. It's ten thousand people, right? What year was this? Uh, Nineteen ninety-three. Okay. So they get, they give me a. They put me on patrol instead of the detail, and uh, you're like, ah, this is going to be the quietest night ever. I'm going to take lost time at seven o'clock. We're actually having a small party at my house. Wait a minute! You thought you were taking lost time on New Year's Eve? I had I had the patrol, so they were going. Oh yeah, we forgot his balls were dipped in butter. That's right. right, Exactly. Think (laughs) about it. Think about somebody that comes to work on New Year's Eve and has plans to take lost time. I'm going to take lost time at seven. Oh no! It's New Year's Eve. We're flying in people from all over the world. I was definitely taking lost time. I was getting out there early. We're down on minimum staffing. Oh man, that's great. And as a rookie, calling shots already. That's the South. I had a solid year and a half on the job. He was showing people how to play in the backyard. The, the South is where chiefs call the desk. They go, hello, uh, Sergeant. Yes, my daughter. Right. Uh, my little daughter, Vicky. You're going to let her off at 8 o'clock tonight. Was, but you know, I can't. Ch- I'm chief so-and-so. You're going to do what you, I tell uh, you to do. Did you, did you, were you training people playing baseball in the backyard over there at the precinct? <laughs> Is that yeah, right? No, when I when I wasn't working, I was already uh, I was coaching in college. So. Oh, it's oh yeah, shit! Coaching. All right, we're gonna cover all the college stuff. Yeah, we're gonna coach in the college. Uh, we're gonna talk about the book, how that came to be. Sure. And uh, you see how easy that was. Yeah, not bad. Did you have fun? Oh, it's a blast. I know we broke your yeah. balls a little bit. I feel That's bad good. about the listen, head thing, but listen, it's a big, <laughs> it's a big nugget. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice. You got a, you got a good head for it though. Yeah. I shaved my hair once, man. I cried. I used to wake up in the middle of the night and look. I had a mirror right by the bed and look, and I couldn't believe I did it. And I was, buddy, you got a helmet head. Why would you ever shave your head? Well, at the time, it was like you know becoming the fashionable thing. Everybody was shaving their head, and I, I thought it was going to look cool on me. But, well, then uh, I've been coming in and out of fashion for a lot of years. Then yeah, well, yeah. You got a lot of nicks and crannies in your head if one is. Bald. I went down to like a, a one, and one is pretty bald. One is yeah. yeah yeah. I'll show you a picture, man. You're gonna laugh your ass off. You'll be like, thank. <laughs> That's why you have hair. God gave you hair for a reason. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna come back for hour two, man. Um, any right. parting words for episode one? Nah, yeah. I mean, uh, great, exciting. A uh, lot. Of, look, a lot of baseball fans will be watching this. And, yeah, uh, I'm, a, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk career, about which is what we know a little bit yeah, about. Sure. We don't know sure. shit about baseball. I know yeah. about baseball. Come on. I just talked about <laughs> baseball for an hour. Do you think I know about baseball? I think you got some handle on. Yeah. All right. Good, man. I told you. I love men in tights, man. (laughs) All right, so we're going to come back for hour two. Thanks for tuning in.